Welcome to the Arnaive podcast. I have been missing in action for about a year. I was not planning to not record anything or share anything for a whole year. I did release a song called Slow Down, and then I ended up slowing down for much, much longer than I could have foreseen. But I guess the whole world was world was slowing down a little bit with me uh, and with you because we were in a pandemic. And we're, I guess, only now coming out of that a little bit. In this episode, I want to share what I've learned, like the insights I've gained about, well, during my slowdown that lasted a year and what I've learned about letting go of all of my goals around music, around making music, around releasing it, marketing it, monetizing it, all of it. I let go of all of it to find out what it is I really want. And I think I've gained some insights that I hope may inspire you on your journey. So let's get started. So at the end of 2020, I thought to myself, I am no longer going to stick to my schedule of releasing a song every six weeks because that was my plan at the beginning of that year and I, I did that for a while. And part of that had to do with my overall resistance to everything I had learned so far about online music marketing for indie musicians. So in 2015, when I first learned about music marketing or online marketing in general, I mean, I was super excited. I thought to myself, oh my God, this is great. I don't want to be part of this, you know, big commercial music industry. I want to do my own thing completely. And now I can learn the skills to reach my own people online, to build a fan base, to talk to people directly, don't need no gatekeepers. I thought it was the best thing ever. <laughs> then I also found work in the field. I work as a copywriter and I all thought it was amazing. And I thought to myself, once I'm going to, you know, when I, when my music is at a you know better level, I'm going to use all those marketing skills to build a brand. And then, you know, I started experimenting with that in 2019, 2020, and I just kind of lost myself, I think, in in putting a lot of pressure on myself and also following a lot of rules I had adopted from, you know, other marketers, music marketers on how to, you know, market and monetize your music as an indie musician. To summarize, I was making myself tired, um, feeling constant pressure to post things online. I was very active on Instagram stories. I felt pressure to make and finish music all the time, to release it all the time, to constantly <laughs> was very worried about all the ways, you know, like, how am I going to make money with this? And, you know, just to go back even further, I already started this journey like uh, at least 15 years ago with studying vocals at a conservatory, then and studying music production. Like I've been at this for a long time, but always in a way where I thought I'm going to do this in my own way. So I was never interested in like super commercial careers or anything, but that pressure was always on. I am very much <laughs> good at putting pressure on myself. And uh, I really, I think needed a uh, solid solid break from that I wanted to let go of everything you know the music marketing part of it showing up online a lot I wanted to let go of the idea that it ever had to make any money you know because for example my Spotify streams had definitely grown a lot from 2019 to 2020 but that still doesn't mean you're making any money with it I, I may have made like I don't know 40 bucks <laughs> you know so while it's encouraging to see growth and coming from nowhere 
you know, to see like your first 10,000 streams on a song that you made and that you produced and that you didn't have a label for, that is super exciting, but that's not paying the bills, you know? So I just felt so much pressure around the whole indie musician thing at that point. I thought to myself, maybe I don't want to do this at all. Do I even like making music anymore? I was really in that space of fuck everything. So I allowed myself to let go of all the financial goals, all the marketing plans, and I even let go of making the actual music. And I wanted to find out, am I going to get a desire for this again? Am I, is it going to come back or has it just become something I'm still doing because I've been doing it for so long? And that's why I think, you know, if you're in that place of you're just, you know, so resistant to absolutely everything, if you're able to not do it for a while, and, you know, I, I am supporting myself with copywriting and all that kind of stuff, so I was able to let it go because it wasn't my income yet. I think that is something I highly recommend because when you're able to really step back and, well, slow down, it was the name of my single after all, <laughs> Then you really find out, like, what of this pursuit you're having is really coming from within you? And what are all the things that you adopted along the way that actually don't come from you and don't come from your intuition? So the first thing I want to share with you that I learned, or maybe that's actually the biggest thing, is that your art or whatever it is that you create or something, you know, whatever it is that you love is valuable regardless of if anyone will ever observe it or validate it. That is my huge insight uh, about all of this because, you know, after a while of allowing myself not to make any music and just sort of waiting, like, is this desire even coming back? Well, it did come back, thank God, because I discovered a different way of, I guess, relating to music in that sense because I started to just desire it, just desire it just for me. I wasn't posting on it, you know, about it on Instagram or anything. I was just like, I actually kind of want to make music. <laughs> so I started playing around with my guitar a little bit, with my controllers and everything, keyboards. And I was like, oh, oh, this feels so good. You know, after I maybe, maybe I don't know, a couple of months, uh, I was really not, not doing much, um, you know, I was focusing more on, on my copywriting business and stuff, but not doing any music. And I really started to notice that whenever I made music, I was like, oh, wow. Like, it's like my soul is re-entering my body. That's really what it felt like. Because I had started to feel a bit empty, you know, and I think a lot of people have probably felt empty during this pandemic. And then kind of, you know, things started to feel meaningless. I, I seriously... Um, bought a book on my Kindle about midlife. You know, I was like, is this midlife crisis? Am I having a midlife crisis? And then I thought, oh, well, I started making music again. And then I thought, oh, I was just not making music. That's the problem. So when I started making music again, I started to feel, you know, this sort of like fueling myself from the inside feeling. I was like, this is my... My soul is, you know, like I said, re-entering my body now. I'm starting to feel more connected to myself again. I'm starting to feel, you know, lit up from the inside. This was so nice to notice after so many years, I think, of putting a lot of pressure on myself to 
eventually, you know, get to the point of here is, you know, I'm an indie musician with my own fan base and everything. It was so nice to actually notice that I can enjoy making music just for me. So, you know, that's that's my one lesson and also something I, that's why I wanted to record this and share it because at the end of the day, like that's really <laughs> what it's about, right? It's really about doing what lights you up and what makes you feel alive. Really, that's what it's about. And not about whoever is validating it because you can get so lost in that. Like, how many people are following me? How many people are listening to my music? Am I ever going to get paid for this? It has to. And I read a lot about, you know, capitalism. I was in this whole phase of like, I hate this. I hate that. I hate social media. I hate capitalism. <laughs> and, and you know, I still... And now I'm I'm out of this mindset of hating because if I'm in a mindset of hate, hating everything, I don't record a podcast because I don't feel like that, that that's going to really help anyone. I feel like it's better to share afterwards when you have some positive insights about the whole thing. <laughs> but what I did realize is that, yeah, we do live in a capitalist society where we are very identified with, you know, everything that we monetize feel, feels like that validates us. So if I make money with music, then, then that makes me a legit artist. Or if other people validate it, then that makes me a le legit artist. And that's why it's so joyful to notice that that thing that you love doing is always going to be there for you. Also, if no one observes you doing it, it's your fuel, you know, it's, it's worthy, it's valuable just for the sake of doing it. You know, and that was so nice uh, to notice. So now it's been, you know, I would say around two months or so that I've been really actively making music again. And then at a certain point, I also started desiring, you know, to actually finish songs again and to start releasing again. Because even though I, if I look back at, you know, 2020 or early 2020, when I thought, okay, oh I'm going to keep releasing music every six weeks or whatever. You know, that is not a not any rule I'm going to give myself anymore. But what I did love about it is just that sense of fulfillment of, I made this thing, it's finished. People can hear it, you know. It just really, it is very fulfilling to me to finish something and put it out there. So after this period of letting go of everything and then rediscovering the joy in making music just for me, I realized, you know, like I'm slowly now in that place again of like, okay, I, I kind of do want to share it and I kind of do want to show up more. And, but in, but I'm not looking at it so black and white anymore. So that's my other sort of insight I want to share with you because again, it has to do with what I was just talking about as well as there are a lot of ways that creativity can be part of your life and your identity for yourself. It doesn't mean that you must monetize the whole thing and make a career and everyone has to, you know, see it. It also doesn't mean that you're completely on the other end of the spectrum where it's only a hobby. If it is only a hobby, that is also totally great. Like if you know that for yourself, that's fucking great. It's something I let myself explore as well. Like maybe it's just a hobby. And if that's what it is, it's also great. But there's also a lot of in-betweens there. You can also have a combination of things. Maybe I will always, you know, stay active as a copywriter in the marketing space or something. And I will also start generating income streams with music. I don't know. Right now, I'm just like, let's explore it. Let's see what happens. But I'm not 
so stuck anymore of the end goal must be that oh, I do only this thing and that will make me a legit artist. It's much more about just taking one aligned step at a time and then we'll see. You are not just a legit artist when it's your full-time income. You know, that's that's one other, you know, like a big message I want to share because we, we can get so stuck in that. And it, it really, it's just a thought, really. It's just a thought. And it's not something that defines your identity. It does not, it doesn't have to if you don't allow it. I know that for me, there there are tons of, you know, sort of business models musically that that you can engage in. <laughs> For example, I used to be a vocal coach as well, like many years ago. And but there's also I also know that there's a lot of stuff that I don't want to do. So and that is also okay. You know, you can just explore it in your own way and don't let the outside world define for you when you're a legit artist or not. You know, you define that from within and and that's it. You're you, no one. <laughs> no one has to validate it or give you permission for you to do things in your own way. The third thing I want to share, and all of this is, you know, related, obviously, is that a lot of like rules that people, you know, share about how to do things, how to do, you know, music marketing or build a business or how to live a creative life are really just assumptions or at best they are rules that work for them, you know, <laughs> they are like, it's their life manual that does not have to be yours. So I'll give you an example. If as an indie musician, you think to yourself, I want to, I want more Spotify streams. That's what a lot of us want. If you start to Google that, how do you get more Spotify streams? A lot of these music marketers will say, oh, you know, you have to uh, release music constantly and uh, because you want your goal is to get on Discover Weekly and like these algorithmic playlists. Once your song gets on there, it will get spread more often or to more people. So, for example, they will give you a whole bunch of things that you're supposed to do to get on Discover Weekly. Now, the funny thing is, is that while I was in my break of not doing anything, so I really mean I wasn't even making music, I wasn't releasing music, I wasn't talking about my music online. All of a sudden, I was in my Spotify dashboard and my song got added to Discover Weekly. I was like, huh? <laughs> what happened? And I immediately was reminded of that, that, you know, there's a lot of people giving advice out there on how to do things, right? But a lot of it is just, maybe that's how they got there or that's how they think they got there. But it might not be the truth. It might just be a bunch of BS, to be honest, because all of a sudden my song got on there by the algorithm and I wasn't doing anything, you know? So it just goes to show how, and that's what I think a lot of this um, hustle culture, and with hustle culture, I mean, you know, the culture of the pressure that is put on anyone with an online business, creative business, or an artist, you know, to constantly release new work, to constantly post about it, because that's what's going to get you picked up by this and that and the other thing. I think a lot of that is just assumptions and and those assumptions are fed by you know if you've watched the social dilemma you may understand what i'm talking about it's fed by the 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 way that social media apps are built to give us all the sense of fomo if you're a consumer you feel you're afraid of missing out on whatever your friends are posting if you're using it for your business or as an artist you're afraid of missing out on audience growth if you're not posting 
And I think that a lot of those feelings or FOMO, they're assumptions that lead a lot of people to think like, oh, you know, this I, I can only win <laughs> in the space if I'm constantly showing up. But then I was not showing up at all. And all of a sudden I'm on this algorithmic playlist that everyone wants to be on. And it's not like it's, I, I mean, a lot of people get on that playlist at some point. It's just an algorithmic playlist, but that is catered to you personally. But you know what I mean? It's like, let's not get carried away by the assumptions that people have on how to do things because many times it's just not even true. But I think that as artists and creatives and entrepreneurs, we are actually, you know, we're creative. We want to do things our own way. We don't want to follow the rules, right? But then it's still easy on your path to start adopting a lot of rules because you're like, oh, I'm not sure how to do this. That's what, how they did it. Maybe, you know, you can, can get stuck in that. And I just, I always love observing people who, who seem to do things completely in their own way. And I have an example of someone who has a much bigger audience. Um, she, her artist's name is Neon Vines. And you should check out her YouTube channel. She's like an electronic musician and performer. And um, basically... She posts like these super cool videos of songs she wrote, produced, and then she performs them live completely on like a whole bunch of controllers, like super cool. She will post, I think, and you know, maybe once every three months or less uh, on her YouTube channel. She, I think she has more than 10 million views or something. And I've noticed on her Instagram, she, she goes like a whole month or maybe even two months sometimes without posting. I think most of her content is actually behind like a Patreon paywall. And I think it's just so cool because everything I observe from her, I'm like, she's not constantly posting, you know, whatever on her Instagram story. She's not, she's not following any, <laughs> anyone's plan, I think, apart from her own. At least that's how it looks to me. And people love it because, you know, she takes the time to really focus on her art. Uh, I think I did see a post of her recently where she was sharing like, sorry, I've been so quiet. I've been focusing on my album. As a fellow artist, I'm like, yes, girl, focus on your album, please. I'll be waiting, you know? It's the same as, you know, FKJ or something. If he's quiet for a whole two years and then comes back with an al album, I'm like, yes, you know? I'm always going to check that out. And of course, he's also at a really high level musically. But just to say that, there's a lot of people who find success in their own ways without, you know, being stuck in, I think, I would almost call it our 15-second culture and our FOMO culture of, you know, I don't exist if I don't post on the internet or I don't have time to take a break or I don't have time to disappear for a while. People will forget me. It's all, it's all like a very fear-based mindset, right? And... Of course, I think that, you know, I'm not going to probably only post once a year, but what I am going to do is do whatever I want, basically. I'm naturally, you know, I guess well in the middle of extroversion, introversion, but I wanted to be a presenter when I was 12, you know, I, I wanted to be an actress. So I have this natural urge to share and communicate, but I'm never, ever gonna put any rules on that anymore on how often I should do it on how I should do it and so it's I'm gonna go with the flow and and, and that's again why you should never basically listen to anyone 
yeah, that's, I guess, the conclusion. Because whatever, people don't often know what is that you need. I'm someone, naturally, I'm too much of a type A person. I'm too much of a goal setter. I'm too outcome focused. What helps me is to actually make less plans, to actually rest more, to actually go with the flow more, you know, with that feminine energy and just see where things go. So that's what I need to be my best. Uh, I guess maybe let's call that the fourth <laughs> insight. Um, to constantly, you know, remind, you know, ask yourself what it is that you need to be your best. And your best doesn't even have to be anything that people, you know, clap for, right? It's whatever it is to you. How are you happy? How are you most fulfilled? How do you feel the most alive? I think that's much more the question that I'm asking myself now. Not so much, what are my music goals? How am I going to make money with it? How often, what's my content schedule? It's much more like, what makes me feel alive? What makes me feel connected? Those are much more questions that are about now, about here and now. They're not about the future. They're not about validation. They're not about you know, all of those external things, they're about here and now. And that's just it's so much more simple. It's so much more joyful, right? So because of, you know, because that's what's right for me, not make too many plans and rigid goals, I can't really tell you what's going to come up in the future. <laughs> but I think that I probably will share more out of a natural desire than when I make any plans for it, you know. Uh, what I do know is I feel a strong desire to release music again. I definitely know that it will be this year that I put out a new single, I hope, October. But, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I'm going to do a photo shoot, finally. I uh, This is also interesting because back in the day when I was very much like, oh, build a brand, or... <laughs> I couldn't find a photographer at the time that I felt I was clicking with. I was like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. And now that I let go of everything, all of a sudden I stumbled upon someone. I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. It just feels good. And now this photo shoot that I'm going to do at the end of September, it really feels like it's some kind of, it's like self-care. Like I really, I'm looking forward to it, like a fun thing to do. And it's also going to help to, you know, create a more stronger visual presence as an artist and everything, but... You know, it came from uh, just joy, you know, like I want to do this. So that's definitely happening. Um, and uh, new music is definitely on the way. I hope this update today helped you or inspired you in any way to live life according to your own terms, to always, you know, listen to your own inner guidance first and foremost, and to show up in the world, you know, connect it. And not because you have to prove anything to anyone or, you know, all of that. <laughs> so let me know if you've listened. And I always love to hear from you. And especially, you know, I love conversations about all things creativity. You know, staying authentic to yourself and defining your own success. That is, I think, something that I love about growing older as well. You just become more of yourself. So if you're interested in these topics to message me i always love talking about it so thank you so much for listening and i'll be back when i will be back <laughs>